Apply these words to our hearts, gracious one, and open now the lips of this servant that the words which flow forth would be your words for your people on this, your night. In Christ's name, amen. You may be seated. As I look around tonight, I see that there are maybe a few of you that this is your very first Ash Wednesday service. But I see most of you probably are veterans of Ash Wednesday. And you have experiences of Lenten seasons past and the stories you could tell of what you have sacrificed and what you've given up. And, and it would be fun just to hear what all you have done during your Lenten observance in the past. Think for a moment. Is there a Lenten season that you can recall, something that either you gave up for Lent or a discipline that you picked up during Lent, that you can look back on that now and say, that really enhanced my relationship with God. That was a great Lenten season. Anyone? Just share. Talk to me. Yes. All right, you started a meditation every morning. Who else? Yes. Yes. I was going to church every single day, and I felt more peace than I'd ever felt. Going to church every day. I think we should have church open every day. Okay. Anyone else? Yes, Marcia. I do the rosary morning and evening every day. Okay, the rosary morning and evening. Good. Yes, Diana. You gave up complaining. <laughs> How was your Easter season after that? You know, <clears throat> did it like get stored up and then just all came out at once after Easter? Good, good. Anyone else? I've, I've listened to people who've been telling their stories lately about what they're going to be giving up during Lent, and there are some who, they, they give up certain foods. You know, we're going to give up chocolate or sugar or something that may help me lose some weight, and I thought about that, but I spent a few days in the hospital about a month ago, and when I left the hospital, they put me on this diet that I, I have told the doctor they might as well have just amputated my taste buds, you know. Uh, bland, that's a whole other story. But I've lost about 10 pounds, so I don't need to do that. And I heard on the radio this morning that some bishops in the Church of England are encouraging their people to give up some technology in the order of shrinking their carbon footprint. You know, give up your Blackberries for Lent or your laptops for Lent or something like that so you can lessen your carbon footprint. And I'm thinking, I heard some, a commentator today say something about, why would you want to lessen the carbon footprint on Ash Wednesday? You know? <laughs> <clears throat> and I have some friends who are giving up, like, Facebook, right? 
some who are on Facebook. I'm giving up Facebook for Lent. I'll see you on April the 5th, okay? That's great. Well, I just joined, you know, so I don't want to give that up yet. And I've been thinking about what it is to give up, what it is that, that, that would help me in my own relationship with God. And I could make some big, profound statement of what I'm going to sacrifice or give up. But a lot of us, when we get to the end of Lent, if we've given up something just for the sake of giving up something, all we've accomplished is the very thing that Jesus condemned the Pharisees for having done. Checked off the list. Look at how holy I am. Look at how righteous I am. Look what I've done for you, God. And somehow I think that misses the essential point of Lent. And some pick up a discipline during Lent. They're going to do something that they aren't accustomed to doing. And that, to me, is more along the lines of what Lent is about. And it's not, I'm going to do something more. I'm going to add to my busy schedule something else so that I have more brownie points to offer to God. Look what I have done. Because it's really about finding a way to deepen your awareness of God's presence in your life. If you get through this Lenten season and all you have accomplished is checked some boxes on a list of things that you think might be pleasing to God, you've missed the point of Lent. Now I'm going to confess to you, the discipline that I'm picking up during Lent is something that I, I probably should have been doing all along, and I've done off and on with some regularity, but I'll confess to you, even since becoming a priest, I've not really read all of the daily office lessons for every day. You're shocked, right? <laughs> Let him who is without, stone, without sin cast the first stone. Well, I haven't done that. I've done it periodically, but not regularly. Well, I've decided that during Lent, I'm going to read through all of the lessons appointed for the daily office every day. The offices, every day. Now, lest I be tempted to use that as my checklist, you know, I read all the Psalms this morning, I read the Epistle tonight, I did read the Gospel, and get to the end of Lent with more check marks it has to be more than that or you're probably not so unlike me I, I can read something if I know that I have, a, I have an assignment I need to read this I can read it and when I finish not be able to tell you a darn thing that I just read or tomorrow not have any clue or remember what it was that I read yesterday so I've decided that what I'm going to do is to read through the lessons and spend enough time with those lessons that I can distill some truth, just a single sentence, one sentence. It's not going to be the totality of the readings. It's not going to summarize everything in the readings, but it's one statement that I can distill from those readings that I can keep with me throughout the day. Trusting that during the course of the day, the Spirit of God will bring that statement 
to deeper meaning. Does that make sense? And some of you are doing that with me or following me as I, as I do that. I mean, you're helping hold me accountable. These one-sentence sermons that I've been talking about. Someone said, all right, can we do that on Sundays? You know, one sentence. I've never preached a sermon that was one sentence, but that discipline is helping me already to look at the scriptures in a different way and find some kernel of something that I can hold on to for the duration of the day. And it's amazing how that sentence already, whatever it is that that comes in the early morning stays with me for the day and the Spirit finds ways of enriching that truth to me during the course of the day. Just a suggestion. Now I know those who go through Lent with a very somber, serious attitude and it's almost as though they go through 40 days of depression And we get to Easter and it can lift and we can party again. The party's on. I want to call your attention back to the psalm that we read together or that was was appointed for today. Psalm 103. Tell me if this sounds like the spirit of Lent that you see in those people who, for whom Lent is a depressing time. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all your sins and heals all your infirmities. He redeems your life from the grave and crowns you with mercy and loving kindness. Sound like a downer to you? Not a downer at all, is it? See, I think there is the essence of Lent. That our sacrifice, our picking up a discipline, our quieting our hearts before God is not to prove how pious we are, but instead to create the space in which God can show us anew and afresh how great the love that God has lavished on us, as the author of Hebrews says. And we experience anew the depth of the mercy and love of God. If you and I can emerge from this Lenten season with a fresh appreciation for the greatness of God's love and how freely it has been bestowed upon us, And this Lenten season will have produced something new in us. And I pray that as you and I become more aware of God's grace and love in our lives, we also become more free in sharing that same love and grace with others. If so, Easter won't be the only time of celebration. But every day that we live in that love and mercy, sharing it freely, will be another day of celebration. May it be so for all of us this Lenten season. In Jesus' name.